I'm basketball superstar Scotty Pippen. <laughs> You're listening to How About This, episode 281. Jason Carlinrick, the podcast for Lissick. Something you won't want to miss. It's called How About This. Talk about anything. They might even have a sing. They do lots of number facts. All in different acts. They give out new reviews. Sometimes you get to choose. They have a five minute dungeon crawl. They have quite a ball. Jason, Carl and Rick. The podcast fully sick. Something you won't want to miss. It's called How About This. How About This. Yeah, it's called How About This. Oh, that, that's good to get Scotty Pippen. Um, we we had to pay him hardly anything. He really no, undersells yeah. himself. Yeah, he signed he signed a contract with How About This about ten years ago. Yeah, he's going to be doing our introductions for the next seventeen years. I hope that not. sounded like that sounded like Scotty Pippen had been on a road trip with Dennis Rodman, <laughs> and he was just like, and it's it's like you know three days without sleep. It was bedraggled, uh, Scotty mm. Pippen. Not smooth, Scotty Pippen, like we've come to know and love. No, uh, so this so is love. episode 281, as, as mm. noted by Scotty Pippen, which is uh, a prime number. Uh, lock that in. And so and we so, have a uh, fourth face on the screen with us. We do. We do oh, hello. <laughs> All the way from New Zealand. No, hang on. She's costing us more than Scotty Pippen. Yeah. She drives That's a hard high. bargain. <laughs> Amanda Buckley knows how valuable she is to this podcast. Like George Martin was the fifth Beatle, Amanda Buckley is the the fourth you... person that people forget her name. Oh, you brought the Beatles up. That was quick. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for someone to mention the Beatles. I can't figure this thing out. <laughs> oh, you've always oh. had trouble with technology, Paul McCartney. <laughs> I was going, hoping she wouldn't do that. Oh, you never want to come on, George. You've never been a fan of podcasts. I was busy meditating and eating dal. Oh, you know what's really good about Evan? You can pop a screen up anywhere. Just minority report style. Yeah, I've got no tech. I've got no connection issues. It's amazing. No. And the best part is everything's in the cloud. Oh. <laughs> Although, wait a second. I'm not dead. I'm Ringo Starr. I'm still alive. <laughs> How am I getting such? Maybe I was going to say. Oh, you're breaking news. Ringo Starr died. I haven't. I just haven't told anybody. I don't want to. I don't want to bum anybody out during these times. I think it was your career that died. <laughs> well, that died first. Now that uh, apparently Prince Harry's doing Thomas the Tank Engine readings, that was my gig for years. That's really, true. <laughs> is Prince Harry doing it now? Oh, you know, special one-offs apparently, but I think it's just a gateway. Soon, soon it'll be Prince Harry doing all the all the voices that used to be Ringo Starr's domain. Well, he's got to earn a little bit of money, doesn't he? Yeah, he's struggling now. He hasn't got a pipeline to the crown jewels. I've got a pipeline to the crown jewels. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you heard it here first. Uh, the news will break pretty soon after everything calms down that I did die, unfortunately. Not of the coronavirus. What was I, it of? I, I, I just discovered very, very late in life that I'm allergic to peanut butter. Never knew. Oh. But I'd never really had a I'd never really had a craving for it until until just a few days ago. Did you run out of baked beans? I certainly did. You know there was a run on those at the store. Well, so I went for peanut butter instead. It was my fatal mistake. I'm currently sitting in a bath of peanut butter. You're always trying to taunt me. 
<laughs> I'm sitting in a bath of money. I'm Paul McCartney. You're the only one left alive, Paul McCartney. I'm the winner. You're the winner. Don't need money up here, Paul. All you need is a sense of humour. Paul's not coming up here. I've got to get going now, though. I've got to. Got to get. I've got my orientation, my heaven orientation. I haven't done it yet. Oh, it's a real doozy. Oh, you've done it a few times. You keep me enrolling. All right. See you later. See you later, everybody. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Well, I hope that's a lesson to you, Amanda Buckley. Um, I mean, you think you would have learned by now. Um, (laughs) Got to be careful what you talk about on the podcast. Yep. I'm so sorry, everybody. (laughs) Now, thanks to you, Ringo Starr's dead. All right. Now Ringo Starr's dead. Imagine if it did happen. I don't. Oh, I don't need that. No one needs that. The world can't take that right now. That would break the world. That's what I'm hearing. Between. what are you doing, Ringo Carl? and Yoko, they are keeping candles. the world full of peace and love. They are. Really? They're yeah. doing Ringo? Does Ringo yeah. fill the world with love? Oh, yeah. At the end of everything, he signs everything off with peace and love. Peace and love. And he puts peace his fingers up, like, peace sign. He gave away, like, a competition where you could go and meet him um, and most of it was about promoting peace and love and stuff. Yeah, He's no well into peace and love. Is that the name of his new album? Probably. No one signed up, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to see if Ross Daniels was interested and even he went, ah, and he's like the biggest Beatles fan I know. Really? There's limits. Because oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, have you conceded? Well, we've played um, a couple of years ago. I got uh, the Beatles Trivial Pursuit. And Good. I've the only person I've like Liam and I have played against each other a few times, and we've I've played against Ross, and he's the only person that's beaten me. Ooh. And it took like three hours, and we I think we even didn't finish the game. We just went, all right, you win. It was so did you, hard. Did you flip the board? Did you just like mm. in slow motion? No, I only did that in front of family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to like everyone was, else, I'm on my best behaviour. I feel like it must have been a hard pill to swallow, though. Oh, yeah. Did you go in thinking you had the edge? I thought I might know some things, but actually, like I do know about Rahino's really quirky details. And Sounds um, like someone who um, probably bought the game before you did and read all the questions. Studied the questions. <laughs> Rick Brown style. Rick yeah, Brown. yeah, that's what I would have done. Hey, if Ross Daniels is anything like me, that is exactly what he's done. <laughs> do they have random questions like what was Shot Lennon's favourite food? Uh, well, I haven't, we haven't gotten through it yet, so it could. Okay. But it but has what was John Lennon's like... favourite food? Beans. Peanut butter. With bay beans. <laughs> I just know Ringo's was. That's what Ringo took to India. Was a, um, And you would know this, Rick Brown. You would know this because of the trivia game we played against yep. each other um, for one summer. Yep. We played a, a, a What was it a, called? Trivia. Quiz Up or something? I don't Quiz know. Up. Quiz Up. And I was number one in the Beatles in Australia and Whoa. Rick just in the world was I as well. No, I wasn't in the world, but definitely no. in Australia. And Rick just 
would not let go and he would challenge it, play and play and play until he beat me in stats. Got more points than me. I was furious. It was a real testament to how much more disposable time I had than Amanda <laughs> Buckley. Because while she was sleeping, I just cliff younged it. I just cliff younged it. But she was a much, she was a much better, you know, knowledgeable Beatles fan than I. But I just had much more time to just keep on chipping away, grinding away. it out grinding yeah. out the answers and of course those games you start to learn the answers as you go which is perfect for my style of memory where you just dump a whole lot of information into your brain for a very small amount of time so while i was playing that game i did know everything about the beatles um that was on that quiz and now i've forgotten all of it i couldn't tell you a <laughs> damn thing about it <laughs> but you're the i feel like you're the high score guy like that's your thing like yeah. if there was a super team it'd be like who are you i'm the high score guy like <laughs> i'll do what it takes i remember we left i think you were living you're working at a pizza place. I remember coming to your place and then you were playing Mario Kart and I came back the next day about lunchtime and you were still playing Mario Kart. Just, <laughs> just trying to, to get that, just trying to crack that one lap. On that, that perfect one track. That perfect lap. The and perfect as soon track. as it went offline, it would be pause, stop, repeat. Yeah. Like not even, not even finish. It just like, like straight oh, like back into it. like the old Tony Hawk runs where yeah, it's yeah. like, no, pause, uh, stop. I do have random facts for us even, yes. uh, for this prime numbered episode. Uh, so Amanda, strap yourself in. I know you're I'm a long time fan of random facts. <laughs> Some of them, uh, I, I don't think uh, any of them are about your favorite band who shall remain nameless. Let's uh-huh. be summoned again. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, these are all aha uh-huh facts. Yes. If you can like aha facts now. like the music uh, band or like just aha. Uh-huh. 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 I would do an aha. Uh-huh. I would do all aha uh-huh facts, but I don't think you could hark it. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a rock solid aha uh-huh gag, everyone. I Lock could, it in for all the aha uh-huh fans. I could aha uh-huh hark it any day. <laughs> did I did I uh-huh hark you? Did I aha uh-huh hark you? <laughs> um, now, when Nicholas Cage. Uh, yeah. was sleeping at his home one time. He was awoken by a presence. <gasps> it's already <gasps> a good story. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please be um, honest. He awoke to find a naked man in his room right. eating a fudgesicle and wearing his jacket. So he wasn't uh, naked. He was naked except it, for Nicolas Cage's jacket. jacket isn't yeah. that the opening of The Sixth Sense? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, spoilers. Um <laughs> Nicholas Cage says it sounds funny, sure, but it was horrifying, which it also sounds horrifying. Yeah, it it's does. equal parts funny and I horrifying. Think, I don't think many people would laugh until they know he's okay. And then it's, you go, is he okay? Great. Now I can laugh. It's funny if, when it's happening to someone else. <laughs> yeah. Horrifying when it's happening to you. Also, also, you need to ask the question, is Nick Cage okay? Full stop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Repeatedly at all times. Um, and apparently Cage... Uh, Nicholas Cage got out of it by using, in inverted commas, verbal judo to get the man <laughs> to leave. What is that mean? just saying? Hiya! <laughs> yeah. He used the weight of the other guy's words against him? I think that's, that's that yeah. must be what it is. Wow. And, um, yeah, just convinced him to get out. And now, I'm not, I'm not saying it's because of this, but it does add that Nicholas Cage now lives on an island. What? It's the only way to stay safe from naked, fudgesicle, sucking, jacket-stealing um, home invaders. He lives on an island. That's what it Does says. Does it say where? Like, we, no, why they're not going to tell you Cage, where. They're not going to tell you where Nick Cage's island is. Or does he live in Ireland? No, well, it could go either way. Uh, oh, but I think, you want, I think you want to know because you want to get naked and eat a fudgesicle. I'm not saying that was me, but <laughs> I do love fudgesicles. But he does want it to be him. Uh, and you have been spending years so building many... up an immunity to verbal judo. 
That's true. I googled uh, verbal judo. There are two listings. One yeah. is a book called Verbal Judo, The Gentle Art of Persuasion. Oh, Put that on the reading list, listeners. Yeah. And the other one is a uh, verbaljudo.com. Oh, oh, someone's pounced on it. We've trained over a million law enforcement officers, security and military and correctional professionals how to de-escalate potentially violent situations verbally. I reckon yeah. Cage learned to do it when he was studying to be to play a police officer in True. a film. He learned yeah. verbal judo. Yeah. I reckon it's pretty easy. You just pull your gun and just scream, get down on the ground, get down on the ground. <laughs> that's verbal. That's cheating. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't bring a gun into, into the judo ring. Yeah. That's, that's instant verbal disqualification. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's gold, baby. That's all I got. Um, that's all I got. Good night. <laughs> um, you've just begun. Tip of the iceberg. Speaking of icebergs, here's a Titanic yes. fact. Oh, oh big brow. that was magic. The magic. first, the first dramatic film of the Titanic sinking was released just 29 days after the event in 1912. Oh. It was written and stars Dorothy Gibson, who was a survivor for the film. She wore the exact same clothes she was she wore during the sinking. What? What's it called? She was sinking. She was just writing that film in her head. She's like, I'm going to yep. turn this into a blockbuster. What was it called? Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <gasps> I think she was wearing the same clothes because she just was wearing the same clothes. She's just like, I don't have time to yeah. get changed. Got to make this film. Was 29 it, days after the sinking, it would have taken her 28 days to get back to land. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. That, was it a, just a news story that people thought was a film because news yeah. was slower then? <laughs> yeah, she, there, was, there was a newsreel of her getting off the life, you know, when they finally got back and she just claimed that was her first feature film. She put it on her, she put it on her, her show reel when she yeah. went to auditions. She had it on her credits for IMDb, you know, yeah. written and directed. Maybe she was like sweet talking the ship's captain driver, saying, "Oh, what would happen if you clip that iceberg?" You know, and she's like, she had the whole thing planned out right from the start. She was the mastermind. Yeah, she sunk the Titanic. All for the Hollywood credits. All for fame. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, she was about—I don't know how many years—like seventy, eighty, ninety years ahead of her time. Because mm. that's what people also, do nowadays. She's the only person that uh, from on the Titanic that. It has a random fact about her. So, so she's fun. the winner. Yeah. True. Um, although she did it for fame and fortune and all of this. I learned, um, if she did it for fame, this is the first time I've ever heard her name, Dorothy Gibson. True. Maybe her granddaughter was Debbie Gibson. Lock it in. She just passed, <laughs> those, passed those jeans on. <laughs> in seeking jeans. What were Debbie Gibson's uh, top three songs? Uh, Electric, Electric Youth. Electric Youth. Um, um, I get in, lost in your eyes. Yeah, in your I eyes. Um, oh, if I could think of one more. I used to I, I used to have the album. It was, um, I probably mentioned this on the podcast, it was one of the first concerts I went to was Debbie Gibson at the, um, at the tennis centre. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember which one I went to first out of these two heavy hitters. It, it was right. either Debbie Gibson or MC Hammer. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm not Holy sure which one. Holy shit. Yeah. MC, yeah. Did wow. you go to MC Hammer and Amanda yeah. Buckley? Yeah, I went to MC Hammer. Was that um, your first? No, my first concert was when I was 12 and I saw the uh, George Michael I Want Your Sex Tour. Oh, but we all, told, we all told our parents we were going to see Wham! And so they were okay <laughs> with that. 
Yeah. Um, Good but in wholesome the same wham. year, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same year, I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw Bros and Red Hot Chili Peppers in the same year. Oh, oh my god, that is or maybe so it weird. Wasn't, but it was definitely a boy band and Red Hot Chili Peppers in the same year that almost cancelled out. Yeah, my music relevance. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My first concert was uh, a Bon Jovi Slippery When Wet tour. Ooh. And yeah, mine yeah. was, um, I think it was Crowded House, Boom Crash Opera, and the Huxton Creepers at oh. like Princess Princess Pier, like an outdoor one in the middle of summer. It was so hot they were throwing water at us and stuff. Oh. It was awesome. Yeah, right. We loved it. Um, and of the two concerts that I can't remember which one was first, I do remember I was a much bigger fan of Debbie Gibson's music. Um, I thought mm-hmm. I enjoyed the music at Debbie Gibson's concert more because I, I knew all the songs and I loved mm-hmm. it. But I do remember that MC Hammer put on a much better show. MC Hammer's oh, yeah. um, showmanship was second to none. Yeah. He really Lots worked of dances, it, gospel yeah. choir. Yeah. Because um, when covered... he said pray, that was a yep. pretty amazing... Yeah, 100%. Uh, and, but I do think it was covering for the fact that a lot of his music was filler. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, well, the songs don't stand up on their own. I've got to give the fans something. Because after I've done that one song, you can't touch this. Yeah. Uh, what was his other? Oh, too legit to quit. That was his too other legit one. to quit and and pray. They, they were the they were the oh, biggest pray, ones. Yeah. Yeah. So he probably had like three or four that the crowd would be at least know the words to. Uh, and after that, it was like people were really uh, lost, really struggling. Yeah. Um, so yeah. then it, then it was time to turn up the showmanship, which he did, and I was yeah. thankful for it. I uh, I just I wanted to put. I'm pretty sure I knew what Debbie Gibson looked like, but I wanted to Google her so I, so I knew. So hmm. I, I do. I googled Debbie Gibson. Went to images. Uh, the top four rows are uh, images of Debbie Gibson then and now. Uh, and uh, I tell you what, she's aged really well as opposed to some other people. You she know, starred like, in, she starred in a in a like a action film or something recently. I can't remember what it was. Oh, recently, as Deborah uh. Gibson. Yeah, it's. Oh. Um, yeah, she's aged really well, like in terms of not fucking her face up, kind yeah, of. Yeah, right. uh, you know, she didn't try of, to. Uh, yeah, she aged naturally and looks great. Is what or I'm trying to if say. If she had work, it was tastefully done and yes. well executed. Yes, so well played, Debbie Gibson. <laughs> well played, but uh, yeah, the first four rows are pictures of her. The fifth row is pictures of her and one picture of Mel Gibson. Ah, <laughs> he paid a lot of money to Google to sneak into Debbie Gibson's Google searches. Any, any Gibson <laughs> searches, <laughs> any <laughs> related Gibson purchases, uh, searches, just put it in. Just one picture of me somewhere. Don't yeah. let them forget me. There was, film, there was a film with um, Mel Gibson recently and Sean Penn and they both looked really angry oh. and I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. no one's yeah. going to see that film. Thank you. No that's yeah. one of those films that you kind of, I, I feel, uh, what's the word, um, morally I can't Scared. see because yeah, they're no. both in it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like maybe, I don't know, both of them are very problematic. I think yes. it was directed by Matthew Broderick. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I've got a fun fact about him. Oh, yes. <laughs> is it fun? Is it, or is it just a chance for you to rip him apart? <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say... Um, <laughs> That is a cut. Uh, that he is married to Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What um, is there? He killed someone. Fact? He killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> I think your tombstone's going to say that. Amanda Buckley, blah, blah, blah. Mother of blah, 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 blah. Matthew Bradley killed someone in a car. He's never put to justice. How did Amanda Buckley get such a big, long headstone? That had a lot yeah. of information on it. Uh, 
It's I all digital Susie now. Yusuf. It's just a scrolling, a scrolling screen. Hmm. Susie Yusuf once said to me uh, that because uh, I often uh, in public will speak out for injustices, like if someone hits you, like or drops litter, or I'll, I'll kind of be like, hey, that seat fits two people, so move your bag, buster. Like I'll be a bit like that. And she said, you know, you'll be dead and uh, you'll be stabbed and you'll be dead. And I said, yeah, but on my gravestone it'll say, and she was right. And she said, yeah, and then I'm going to come up to the gravestone and right underneath it, yep, but you're still dead. <laughs> She's like, you will be murdered one day and no one will care that you were right because yeah. you'd be dead. <laughs> well, if you don't get murdered, don't go anywhere near Matthew Project driving a car. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Uh, speaking of death, in, yeah. in 1835, yeah. a man attempted to assassinate the King of France with Ooh. a handmade 25-barrel rifle. What? 25 barrels. <laughs> Surely one of them has to go off. <laughs> the discharge killed 18 people and wounded 22 others, but the king was only grazed by one bullet. Oh, wow. I mean, it was a very effective gun, just not if you were, like, just not for exactly what you're aiming for. Everything yeah. around it, near it, uh, really copped it, but you just to make a few modifications. Did it fire every bullet at the same time? That's what I'm hearing. I mean, I must You'd think, because he would adjust otherwise. Must have been sprayed, because there was only 25 barrels, but 18 people were killed and 22 wounded, so that's Holy already shit. a total of uh, 40 people from 25 that's barrels. So there's a, I think there's a pallet situation. Or he was what in a room where it was bouncing. <laughs> yeah. bouncing what year bullets. did you say? Uh, it was 1835. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Are you Googling that, Jason? I am. It's called a volley gun. Big was it? A volley gun. How big is uh, 25 like a, barrels? Is it like a Gatling gun at all? Uh, like one of these ones? Yeah, yeah. Like a uh, Tom, uh, yeah, those it, old, yeah. For yeah. people, I just motioned yeah. like a. A lot of, yeah. a lot of physical barrels, explanations yeah. going on here yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but people can't see me touching my face. I've got an itchy eyeball. Don't touch Watch, it. Don't touch, don't your, touch your face. face. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Oh, you're probably right. You're in your Sanitized. house. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a Super Bowl fact for y'all. Oh. The Super Bowl has required national anthem vocals to be pre-recorded since 1993 oh. because Garth Brooks declined to pre-record and then he refused to sing live until a dispute over debuting his music video during the game could be settled, <gasps> resulting in the kickoff being delayed. So he refused to pre-record it, and then he held them hostage. Wow. He was like, Garth Brooks, don't sing until you agree to premiere my new music video. So uh, yeah, if, that had got out, if that had got out to his fan base, like that's the one event that his whole <laughs> fan base with. would just go, you don't fuck with that, Garth Brooks, you are cancelled. Like that's yeah. a... That's a huge gambit right there. And it, it, forced, it forced everyone in the future to not even have the option. Yeah. And so anyone who's out there now and everyone's like, oh, they're not singing live. No, they're not because they're not allowed to because of Garth fucking Brooks. God, Garth God. Brooks. Fucking America. What a jerk. Gee. What a fucking 
What a jerk. I feel like his star has not shined as bright these yet last few years. No. Or it might have, because I never really was his demographic. No, no. Keith Urban kind of took over from the Brooks. Ah, okay. Which is, not, which is a, a real damning indictment of where <laughs> yeah. Garth Brooks was if Keith Urban can take over. Yeah. But I feel like Garth Brooks is one of those really wholesome, religious kind of country guys. And then it came out that he was, he like had sex with lots of women. Like I think he had one of those falls right. and graces. I feel like he, he tiger woods every time, Yeah. I feel like every time I saw him at a certain point, which wasn't very often, he was on a, in an interview show crying. Like, yeah. right. I'm sorry oh, for what no. I've done. Oh, I, I banged lots of women. Oh, it was awesome. But I'm I regret so my choices. Like watching the MTV awards or the Grammys or whatever. And, you know, when we were much younger and realising just how big country and Western music is in the States and just yeah. having, yeah. like, who are these people? Who, yeah. who is Garth Brooks? And yeah. yeah, you always saw it as a, a, a weird little niche music genre that no one was that interested in. And, yeah, it was quite a, yeah, it was quite surprising when you were yeah. like, oh, no, they're superstars. They're, like, yeah, legitimate, massive, massive yeah. superstars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, it's the, and so much of it is so bad. It I, is. I just... Uh, 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 I just pooed. <laughs> just he just pooed. Good. <laughs> Carl Star. He just pooed. Yeah. Pooped. I just uh, googled in uh, in you know hip kid slang. I said, "Is Garth Brooks cancelled?" Um, and uh, the answer that came back was, "He's cancelled a bunch of his concerts, stadium concerts that were still selling out. So he's got some relevance still if he's selling out." Garth uh, Brooks is doing fine. Yep, stadiums. Again, I've underestimated the power of Garth Brooks. <laughs> then, I mean, yeah. I, I have a feeling that. He, in the afternoon, Trump could have a, a pre, like a conference and then Garth Brooks could play that same crowd. Yeah, the double header that all, the town's oh, yeah, been waiting yeah. for. Incapable yeah. of cancelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a thing from, like, because I had my little story last week about, did you, have you listened to the last episode, Amanda Buckley? I haven't this week, I'm afraid. Oh, so. Amanda. Okay. You, there's, Should uh, I block my ears while you tell this bit? No, no. 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 Just, you're going to get spoilers. That's the price you pay for not yeah, keeping anyway, up to date and then appearing on Everyone else has heard it. I, I, before the last podcast, I peed the bed one night. <laughs> anyway, there's a whole story that goes along with it, but your reaction is uh, it's pretty priceless. That's the summary. <laughs> um, but after last week's episode, talking about it so much, and then, then, like, so for the following three nights, I just kept having multiple dreams where it's like, wake up. Like just constantly pee the bed dreams. I'm like, wake up! Just all night. Like, Did you put a garbage bag over your bed, Carl? After no, after I didn't last do anything. Night? I was In just, I just kept waking up and going, oh, I don't even have to go. And one night I made myself go, and I didn't. You're on edge because I was just, well, yeah, I was. And then yeah. it just stopped, which is good. Yeah, but I haven't peed the bed again. That's oh, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Because well, if you go now. five nights in a row, you get a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big boy. <laughs> We're so proud of you, Carl. We're so Thank proud you. of you. Um, moments after Neil Armstrong took his famous first steps on the moon, he dropped a bag of trash on the surface of the moon and kicked it underneath the lunar module. Oh, fucking hell. So really? human. Just so human. Yeah. What, wow. What a metaphor. Surely. race. Surely, uh, you know, take it as you leave it is going to apply. <laughs> like if it applies. Nah. Why do you take it out of the spaceship? Because they had to do something with it. Yeah, they need more room. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why he originally got out of the lunar modules to take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> he was forbidden to do it. The Whatever you way. do, do not go out of the capsule. The whole way to the moon, Buzz Aldrin was just eating tuna. 
<laughs> Super stinky. And he just had like bits stuck between his teeth. And Aldrin! The tins were going rancid. Uh, I imagine Buzz Aldrin was actually meant to be the first person on the moon, but then Neil was like, well, look, before you go out, I'll just take out the trash. Yeah. So, uh, so the lunar module's nice and clean for your, for your exit, uh, and I'll come straight back, and then you, you can head out. And Buzz fell for it. The old trash maneuver. Uh, Buzz. And then the other dude that just had to stay in there, he wasn't allowed to out because he had to monitor the instruments. No one remembers his Down name. Down to the surface, did he? did he? He was on the orbiter around the moon still. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. that. It was Didn't even get close. No. Might as well have stayed on Earth, idiot. No one knows his name. Nah. I mean, there's everyone Everyone at home now is going, oh, it's, it's Mike Jordan. Uh, <laughs> it was it Michael Jordan? <laughs> it could was have it? Been. Well, yeah. that's, where they, that's that, why they nicknamed him Air Jordan because yeah. he was just stuck in the air. He never I know. put his feet on there. I haven't seen the end in- of the documentary yet, so <laughs> he still could have done it. I'm, He's, I'm not um, put it past him. In Space Jam. Yeah, it all ties in. I mean, I yeah. haven't seen the next episode, so look, this is what it could all be about. You're right. I just um, saw the Phil Jackson episode. Uh, I haven't seen that. I've seen episode five, and uh, oh. I think yeah, I think you've seen four. more than me. All oh, right, I feel so. The, Dennis, the one after Dennis Rodman. Oh yeah, I have oh, seen yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Where you find out that he gets on really well with Dennis Rodman because when he was younger, he was like a fucking mushroom yeah. tripping hippie. <laughs> he was, yeah. he was, <laughs> it was awesome. He was a wild child. Yeah, I loved uh, it. He was so cool. I have to watch it yet. I just love, um, I started watching and playing basketball like in 1984 with the mm-hmm. um, Lakers-Celtics rivalry. Mm-hmm. That playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. i just obsessed with basketball and Michael Jordan was probably the last hurrah of stuff I used to watch and when I used to play. It is very good. Yeah. It still makes me gasp like highlights or even just him, you know, they cut yeah. a game down to just his highlights. And I literally have to just go, like, I move to speak. I'm just like, oh, like every time. It's yeah. insane. He's it nuts. It is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Here's some education for everyone. To be certified as bear resistant. A container needs to survive what? a 60-minute mauling by a grizzly bear. So if you've got something and you're trying to claim it's bear-resistant, it's not unless it survives 60 full minutes of mauling by a grizzly bear. That's, That's a great the only way fact. you can claim it. That's a great fact, but also there's like probably 10 grizzly bears in cages that just have shit shoved <laughs> yeah. at them all fucking day. Yeah, put it, you yeah. Put it in the cage and then shit. electrocute yeah. the bear until it attacks the, uh, the container. Yeah. Yeah. God, poor bear. Surely they can simulate. I'll I'll simulate a bear. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Uh, Don't you just need someone, like someone who's really hungry but also tired Mm -hmm. and then, like, they go to get the food and (laughs) maybe you you, um, make them walk through some, it's like something that makes them violent, like a (laughs) uh, squirt something at their face so they start and then make them open their sandwiches and see if they can do Unleash their inner bear is what you're asking us to do. Unleash the bear within. You can just get some hairy gay guys. Yeah. Yeah. And do all that stuff Amanda said to them. Do they have, they don't have prehensile thumbs, do they? They don't have thumbs. No. Say no, no. otherwise they'd be us. They would have taken us over long ago. Yeah, we'd be working for them right now. (laughs) They'd be doing just, a podcast and we'd bring They'd be doing a podcast and we'd be on tricycles. Just, we'd be opening did, Tupperware. Well, then how did they make porridge? And, and they would. <laughs> oh, good question. 
but there would be ads on bare television going, can you help an improviser? (laughs) (laughs) These improvisers have been locked in cages for too long. (laughs) Um, here's Here's a space fact. This might be the last vaguely interesting fact on this list. So break uh-huh. yourself. This could be uh-huh. the end of random facts for episode okay. 281. All right. Astrophysicists have discovered a faraway object that's hotter than any contemporary theory can explain, a discovery that might require scientists to rewrite galaxy operation manuals for year to come. What? To come. So they've discovered something that defies logic and physics. Um, I'm also surprised that there's somewhere there's a galaxy operation manual. Yeah. <laughs> What's that about? Just in case we break the galaxy. Keep it spinning. Whatever you want, job. Keep it spinning. It just says turn it on and off again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they've discovered something. It's far away, so that's good. Wow. But it's hot. Yeah. It's too hot. It's too damn hot. Well, I don't uh, know how it could be so damn just, hot. They're all just so messing it up. Someone's going to, in five years, go, oh, this hot thing's too hot for what we have. Yeah. Well, let's just make it all up again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Change, the, change the scale. Yeah. Now that's the hottest thing that can ever be. <laughs> Do you know what's too hot? I can't remember, Rick. I think you might know this one. But what is too hot is a microwave egg. Okay, so I ate an egg the other day. <laughs> I poached it in the microwave yeah. and I ate a little bit of it that was still on my knife when I cut my toast in half and there was yep. a little bit left and I just ate little it. little sample? A little tiny sample. It was so <laughs> piping hot that I freaked out and I was like, help me, help me, help me. I needed to pour water straight down. And that was last Wednesday and today is the first time that I could take a sip of coffee or tea without feeling pain. Oh, my God. Because I had thermal esophageal blistering. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was in a lot of pain. So Sarah, don't are eat you stuff suggesting, from the microwave. Are you suggesting that astrophysicists might have discovered a microwave oh, egg. poached egg far, <laughs> yes. far away from Earth? It's far still away. an amazing discovery. Yeah. yeah. Amanda, uh, yeah. Amanda, have you been following Trump's suggestions on how to cure coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a poached egg. It. I tweaked it. I took his idea. I made yeah. it my own. So yeah. it disinfectant, microwaved it, sanitized it. It is. It was so much pain. Oh my god! And <laughs> every time I ate anything, but especially if it was like a, a warm drink, I had to let. Like I was drinking cold coffee and cold tea for a week because every time I swallowed something, I was like, <gasps> like oh, it was horrible. So yeah, it's um, the worst. Blow on your food. Don't yep. eat it straight out of the microwave. Uh, it's the, I'm the apple pie story all over again. I'm the yeah. reason why they say caution filling is hot. That's me. That's on you, me. You basically <laughs> underestimate every part of your body until it's in pain. Yeah. And then you suddenly realise how much you need it, how much you notice it, uh, yeah, all the things that it's necessary for. <laughs> but it's, only, it's only when it becomes in, in some way uncomfortable that suddenly it highlights, you know what? My little finger is great. Mm. <laughs> I use it all the time for different things that I didn't even know until I sprained <laughs> yeah, that, it and now I'm in constant pain. Yeah. <laughs> I had another life-changing thing. You know how last week I said I turned my phone clicks on on my keyboard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you hear like, the click, click, clickety, yeah. clacks. And I love it. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> I've realized I went into the settings of Netflix and I can turn off the timer on the next episode thing. So all you know right. how that thing pops up against it and it's like, yeah. and it causes great anxiety and you reach for the remote and stuff. Yeah. You, you can turn that off. 
It doesn't have to be there. The auto, the auto play. It just has the, yeah. the the next episode button is there, but you have a choice when you click it. It doesn't count it down like the no. And if you want to watch the credits of the show, well, often they have good music at the end of some shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about it. Spell just it out for us, Carl. How do you do it? What do you what do you do? Talk us through the process. Just go into your settings and it's that simple thisness. Find it in your settings. That's <laughs> where. It is. I mean, I feel like you've really walked us through the process. But if you go into your settings, there's not a lot of stuff inside there. So it's like I was in there and I was like, oh, I can do that. Bang. And did it straight away. Welcome to this Um, week's podcast settings with Carl McCoff. I think that's good. I think that's definitely uh, a little tidbit that I'm going to take on because that now that you speak about it, it does always just make me a little anxious. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like forcing me to do something. Uh, Whereas... Whereas yeah. if it's still got the next episode button where I, I can still just press it whenever I want to do it. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. And it's highlighted as well. It's already there waiting for you to press the button. I don't know why. The, I mean, I know why they do the other way. but Yeah. Because well, um, if we do it the other way, I don't have to touch your remote at all unless yeah. I want to. Yeah, I guess. But Carl, but that's when a you game want- changer. That's a game changer. Uh, it's a game changer for me. Thanks, Rick Brown. Mm. Thank you. I'm not a pull back. You don't have to be on board. <laughs> I also only watch one episode of something and then I go to bed. So I don't want to watch another episode. So I'm like fucking, and I was, it's normally in the dark and I'm reaching around trying to grab a remote control that I can't find. Trying to well, avoid little it's spoilers. Because of that button, yeah. I can tell how long I've fallen asleep for on the couch. If I stop the episode and I'm like, it's three episodes past where I remember watching from. I've been asleep for three hours on the couch. So you, no, know. you know when you've been asleep for a long time because it says, hey, we're just checking if you're still watching. <laughs> um, that's also good because I, what often happens to me is that I Chromecast stuff um, ah. and I I disconnect from Chromecast, but I don't realize I'm still leaving the, the app playing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like my phone's off, so I'm not looking at my phone and I've turned mm. off the TV and disconnected uh, and I've just started um, watching normal television and that whole time the app's still playing. Oh. The show. So then I go back to my show and it's like three episodes past where I was. I'm like, wow, I didn't watch that. It's because I bloody left it on with yeah. the autoplay. This is going to change everything, Carl. Right. Oh, Carl's everything. hack. It's a world changer. Oh, I'm so glad you're on board. <laughs> Options, <laughs> choices, I'm on board democracy. for you guys. I'm yeah. on board for you guys. If it makes maybe, your life better, go for it. Carl, you maybe us, you're Jason, like... Um, you swap as well. I'm maybe not going to swap. Like, you can't make me swap, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rick. No, no. I'm just thinking now you might be like uh, the computer in um, Electric Dreams. Yeah. Um, where, Because, you know, the computer is like normal, but then it gets a champagne poured all over yeah. it and it suddenly Pour has all these great man, ideas. Sizzle. Ever since you wet the bed, Carl, you've been like... <gasps> <laughs> Suddenly, oh these God. ideas, these ideas are coming to you. You've been, you've been electric dreamed. Yeah, I you pee, have. I pee champagne, <laughs> and now it's just gold coming out your mouth, <laughs> out my peenie. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the gold, the golden ideas. You lost ideas me, are, you lost ideas me with the word now. peenie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard to work the it's the word peenie in legitimate golden showering ideas. I, I don't think I've ever said that word in my life. That happened recently somewhere. I said something. I was doing something. I was talking. It was all going well. I must have been with like in a corporate thing. And then I went, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember the word. And then I just stopped. And I was like, oh, my God. Like it just like that. I've never said anything like that before. Like just I can't remember what the word was though. So this is a shit was story. Was it peenie? I hope it was peenie. <laughs> it was something like that. Like it was some word and it came out and I was like, oh, God. Bang, and then bang. I had to stop and apologize for saying it. it Did was, you say dudettes? 
Was it, <laughs> hey, no. hey, dudes and dudettes? Well, no. Maybe it was that. No, I've said that on the podcast. Because <laughs> I go, hey, dudes. No, don't say dudes. Oh, when that's, you panic. Gender, that's gender specific. Um, hey, everyone, guys, girls, oh, fuck. Girls, they're not girls, they're women. <laughs> I remember once I was doing a gig with you, Carl, and it was yes. it was a gig that we'd uh, done several sessions of, and oh. you'd get to a point, and often we would talk about trust, and you get to a point, and Carl would often say, "I don't, you know, I'm I trust a man, I don't know what she's going to do next," and in my head, I was every time in my head, I go, "I'll, I'll tickle his belly," I'll tickle, <laughs> he doesn't know I'm going to do that, and then one day I did, or I punched him in the belly, and I couldn't <laughs> believe that I did it. I was like. You didn't know I was going to do this. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. I think that was your spec savers. Yeah. 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 Punched him in the belly and it irreparably damaged his bladder, which yeah. would have consequences just, years yeah. down the track. God. Uh. <laughs> Aldrin. I'm going to grab a beer. I'll be back in a sec. Oh, Jason's oh. abandoning ship. Wow. Much like no, the Titanic he's... back in the day. He's just uh, joining the, the captain's table and it's time for cocktail hour. <laughs> How's homeschooling treating you, Amanda Buckley? Uh, I'm a terrible mother. Uh, <laughs> week one, I smashed a plate. Uh, teach him about physics and yeah. the fragility. Oh, I just because you were aiming at his face, or no, no, it was. Uh, I I needed I need I just I I needed to vent uh, vent and expel the feeling that I had, and mm-hmm. I. Was, it was uh, bubbling over and I just saw a plate and I was like, yes. And I just picked it up and smashed it. And it was then, like a, a cathartic plate break. And then Ooh. as I cleaned it up, I cried a lot. Um, <laughs> I did that. And what have I become? Who am I? I'm a monster. <laughs> Week two, I, uh, I think I used the word uh, get fucked to my son and I walked out the door <laughs> and I was gone for an hour. Off to buy um, more plates. Yep. For cathartic um, breaking. Week three, uh, I think uh, Liam and I had a fight <laughs> and had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and he went for a long drive. Mm-hmm. And, After you uh, told him to get fucked. <laughs> and week four is great. Like we're just. You've come we're, through. We're, yeah. And I think it's actually been small things that have, like the. The pressures, uh, the pressure has been relieved, and yep. we know not to expect anything, and we know that the teachers aren't expecting anything from us other than to do our best if we can. Um, yep. They're actually all really great, and so yep. I think we've taken the pressure off ourselves. But whoa, it's <laughs> uh, hard to get a, a grade three-year-old to sit for more than. Maybe five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're playing video games, am I right? Oh, oh kids. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. We do his math stuff in particular. I sit with him because I really quite enjoy it. And we'll be sitting there and he'll listen to We get an instructional video and then an instruction card and then we do the task and he'll read the instructions first and then we'll listen to the video. And then I look at him and I go, right, what do we do? And he just gives me the blankest stare and goes, what? <laughs> like just, where have you been? He takes nothing in uh, the whole time. Today, in the middle of maths, he just started laughing, and I said, "What are you laughing at?" And he said, "What if booby traps were all just made of real boobs?" 
<laughs> and that's probably that's the beginning beginning of a comedy career. That's what yeah. that is. Observational, <laughs> relatable. Yeah, I did. Well, I did how long know. was he silent for before he said that thing? Ah. Uh, like a good thirty seconds of just that, not much. No, no, like before you asked him, like where, where are you? Like that was it. Was oh, just so that was, journey only took him thirty seconds to get. From- oh, it was a quick journey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I did show him. Um, I did show him. It's my fault, actually, though, because earlier the the day before, um, we did an addition, and the answer was eight zero zero eight. I showed him oh, no. what that looked like on a calculator. Rookie. I said, you know. I said, you know what this looks like on a calculator? Boob. And he thought that was hilarious. So I think he's been thinking of boobs since Monday, to be honest. Yeah. You, boob, you boob-seminated him. Yeah. <laughs> I was going with boobception in my mind. Oh, yeah. Boobception. But I, I like it. Boob-seminate sounds even dirtier. <laughs> you, uh, boob, you boob bear. Oh, hang on. Hang on. I bam-boobled. 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 Him or boo bambled him? No, bam. Oh, phenomenal! We're not moving uh, on till you name till, till you nail this, Carl. Get it? Okay, okay. I trust you. I tit winked him. <laughs> I don't even know have what a winner. that means. I don't know what that is. Is that I a I don't think I've ever heard okay. that phrase "tit winked" before, Nor but I, I love like it. A real thing. I don't know how you could use that though. Is it an insult or a? It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. yeah, I feel yeah, like a wild it, card. Yeah, I feel like it's like if you hustle someone, I tit witted someone. <laughs> oh yeah, tit winked. Yeah, tit-winked. Well, I could wink. Yeah, but with yeah. the tits. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the small Actually, birds I, that you've trained. I reckon. Yes. It, it's a better word than cock tease because it's like <laughs> I've got nothing to do with you and your penis. It's got all to do with me and my tits. And so <laughs> if uh, if I can get someone to do something for me because I'm <laughs> a lady, <laughs> then I tit winked him. <laughs> Uh, that is legitimate add it to the lexicon yep but i would like to say on the on the record that if that is the new meaning of it then i did not do that to my son (laughs) i just showed him the word boob on a calculator yeah you should say i did not do that to my son see tit seminated (laughs) (laughs) that sounds terrible um, I, we got in the car the other day to go somewhere. I can't even remember where. Into the Prius and they go. We couldn't even get into the car. Whoa. Because the battery had drained and all the electrics are done and the locks ah. are shut down and stuff. And so we had to call so the RA- Yeah. And so the ROCV guy came out and he's like, just like, just boom, 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 boom. Get, unlocks the car in like 10 seconds. Like yeah. just so fast. Um, and he said, they've been so flat out. Because I was like, oh, people, is it really quiet because of, you know, no one's going anywhere? He goes, no, actually, it's really, really busy. He said, all our calls are people like you whose cars are. Flat batteries, yeah. Flat batteries because no one's driving them. So you've got to drive it for half an hour at least once a week. So start the car up. And then I drove around for half an hour in a car Uh, by myself. It was the best thing ever. Were you you dropping like burnouts? Like going two times around a roundabout just because you Uh, that can yep. be your and daily thing. Over. You Just can have a little car, car ride. Yeah, yeah. For, the, for the sake of the Prius and your yeah. sanity. But you I have like a little car break. You I can like put the Carl in car. The car in Carl. That makes more sense. You put Carl in the car. Drive to my, my place and we yeah. can go for a walk together, socially distanced. But mm. then you get a drive and a walk in. That's true because I do like both those things. Because <laughs> they're both it's those allowed. things that are away from my family. <laughs> 
we've been good this week though. On Monday, I did a you, uh, Amanda, and I I didn't tell my son to get fucked. <laughs> I mean, he's I not a monster. Tell- he's not I'm a not- monster, Amanda. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I just said- you do remember the old lady in the cunt rag, so we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But I did. I did say he was un- he was ungrateful and selfish, and said a couple of other things, and then just walked away. And then about thirty Good seconds words. later, this is what I heard later. Like they said, "Oh," and then you just disappeared. And then we heard the door slam, and then you were gone. <laughs> I just, I just went, and I just walked away for an hour. Yeah, and I, I just wonder. kept walking. Yeah, well, a therapeutic it was a wonder. It was a, a power walk. Power walk. Yeah. Like and I'm just all playing on. Oh, this is all right, and I'm going to change these things because this isn't working. Anyway, since then everything's been awesome. Sometimes yeah. those so, walks can be cathartic. The, it's like uh, uh, yeah, breaking a plate or telling somebody yeah. to get fucked. These are all ways to release the built-up tension and reset reset the, the pressure valve. Yeah, I had a little mm. reset moment. It wasn't anything to do with here, though. Uh, it was uh, it was just thinking thoughts and stuff like that. I went for a walk yesterday, and I lived near the old Waverley football ground. Right and so I walked up to the old, the, the remaining part of the grandstand that's still standing. There's mm-hmm. like a, a coffee shop, so I bought a coffee, and then I just sat by myself in the grandstand, and there was no one else around just looking over. Oh, the sweet. That's like awesome. That. Did you yell, ball? Yeah. Just for old times' sake? <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> I was thinking about the football and, uh, you know, they're, they're going to start up again yeah. uh, at some point, but they'll probably be to empty stadiums. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they'll talk yeah. about what they can do to remedy the sort of soulless nature of crowdless football. Um, and I don't see why they can't have someone on sound faking crowd sounds. Yeah, yeah. We'd know it was fake, but I reckon it'd help. For and sure. People are good enough. You have like four or five preset sounds. You just have the the standard um, crowd hum running the whole time. Yeah. And then someone's yep. just riding the buttons. As soon as something happens, the ball, you press uh, the ball button. Yeah. As as the goal is the, the, and you've got like different um, sound effects for different um, like teams. You know so, what I think, Rick, I think you could do this just by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you could just, offer the service to all the football people and you would be just like, shh, ball. Yeah. <laughs> The sporty Michael Winslow. Yeah. But they could pump it through the, you know, obviously easy to do into the television, but I reckon they could pump it into the ground as well because the yeah, footballers sure. would appreciate it. Yeah, They'd definitely. know there's no one there, but they'd, they'd appreciate yeah. just the, the smoke and mirrors. Can you imagine mm-hmm. how disconcerted you'd be if halfway through the sound guy just went rogue and started like... <laughs> You're used to the football. Then all of a sudden there's an alarm going off and then you hear like bombs and stuff exploding. You're like, what's going on? It turns out it was the guy from Australia's Funniest Home Videos. (laughs) Snuck in. Boing. Boing. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that they're going to do like, um, I mean, I saw a thing, I can't remember what country it was, where they literally had cardboard cutouts in the crowd. Mm-hmm. With fucking masks on. They put masks on the cardboard cutout. To look like the people. <laughs> Gotta be safe. Um, and also having CGI, they're going to CGI crowds in right. for the people at home. Like, so you can, so when you're right. looking, it looks like there's people there and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I'm sure they'll figure it out because sport's worth a lot of money. It is. Um, mm-hmm. And look, the television dollars is where it's at. They don't really yeah. care if uh, crowds never no, go and see it no. again. No. So if they can fake it so that it seems like an exciting live event, mm-hmm. I mean, People will be happy to go along for the ride. Yep. We yeah. all want to be fooled. It's like going to see a magic show. We know it's not really magic, but yep. make an effort to fool me. Yeah. Trick me. I love it. 
But don't also, you could have some people there. I, I think we spoke about this right at the start of the lockdown sort of thing, that you could you could have 500 people at the MCG and it would be yeah. fucking awesome. You could Just have like them. one person in the middle of every big square. Scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just fine. That would accommodate like, you know 60 people, people. Like those buskers who um, are like one person, but they've got like four rag dolls on a pole oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. do the, all the dancing. <laughs> Everyone who sits <gasps> has to have like four or five people yeah, rag yeah. dolls on a, on a thing and they do all the arm movements for them. Every time you move, they move. I've so still never been families. to a footy game. Oh, really? You've never been to a footy game. And you'll never, ever go to one. You didn't go to rugby or nothing. Jason's frozen. Oh, oh, but you know what this means? Because he's recording. This gets all messed up. Yeah, it didn't sound too bad. Jason Jason ends up sounding fine. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, yeah, I remember this last time thinking, oh, that's a shame. Jason's going to sound real real patchy for this podcast, but it turns out it's us that sounds real patchy. Uh, it, uh, I've um, been here the whole time. It sounded perfectly fine. A little ruffle here or there. Oh, okay. Uh, I blame Jocelyn. Um, She's probably streaming vampire fucking fuck. diaries or something Just like that. What? Get it, yell at her. Give it, yeah. give it to Jocelyn. Get Glee. Jocelyn. Glee. That's what. Glee. <laughs> never um, ending. Yeah, I, Glee uh, is I, never ending. It's like just seasons. It's yeah. seasons, get to the end, go back to the start. Like it's I mean, really? Always, it's always on in my house. Always. But you can, oh, I God. say that, but I, I'm, I am happy with the nonstop rotation of 30 Rock, The Office, and Parks and Rec that seem to be on Channel 22 Yeah, yeah. Um, from about 10.30 at night onwards. Just as you're thinking, oh, can't be bothered putting on another streaming show. What's on 22? It's always one of those shows. And you, you, you just... You tune in for a, an episode here or there and you're, and you're following the story that you know so well and then it gets to the end and you're like, oh, that was fun. And then you tune in the next night and it's back at the beginning and you're like, ah, yeah. oh, round and round we go. Yeah. <laughs> We're like that with Jeopardy. I just keep watching episodes of Jeopardy. Oh, really? <laughs> it's on Netflix, yeah. right? Yeah. Is it? Just, yeah. And they don't... Is Alex Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is Will Ferrell? Um, they... <laughs> They actually, the episode we watched tonight had a whole, uh, like a category that was SNL Jeopardy send-up and then it had even the questions that they have, like, what colour is green? Cities called Hampshire. Uh, (laughs) Like it was just current black presidents. Uh, It was great. It was really great. But we have, uh, when I don't, because I don't like to necessarily emotionally connect with a lot of TV anymore. Mm. I want baking. I want sewing. And I want maybe some sort of race around the world situation that isn't race around the world. My oh. hot tip is the British version called race across the world. Mm. And it is the best. Yeah. Uh, it's not, they're not assholes. They don't get uh, eliminated. It's just five teams, 1500 pounds, and they have to travel the length of South America. Um, and they can get any way they want except flying. So they have to nice. negotiate. It's That's amazing. Cool. Really good-natured, beautiful show. Um, but I don't – storylines, I, I find it really difficult to engage with at the moment. I think too many parallels to too yeah. many things. Yeah, so that happens. Jeopardy does it for me. And also opportunity to hear some really amazing accents. Who is Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> I'll have presidents for $1,500. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I have to dip into some random episodes. I've seen it there, but I haven't dipped in yet. Yeah. Books of the Bible for 1500 Genesis. Thanks, Alex. Excellent. Yeah, they're always Bible sections. Yeah. 
Um, nice. We've been watching the Lego Masters on Catch Up. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good family it's, viewing. Oh, it's, it's the best. It's so good. Yeah. Hey, there's, no great. Jerk, there's no yeah. real big jerk in it this year, which there was last year. I don't like, like that, that couple. I don't like that couple, I tell you. Oh, they're super nerdy, though. I like them because they're so nerdy that they're kind of, they're, they're <laughs> just trying to not be nerdy. Like, they're just so kind of, they're trying to be cool. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. Them. Mm. And I love the hair dudes. <laughs> the hair dudes. Yeah. Oh. Maximum hair. Oh, but they're just, fucking good builders. Oh. Yeah. Just good, wholesome entertainment. It is. And you're right. Hamish is awesome. He's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Brick and He's Brickman's not a- awesome. Brickman cries all the time whenever there's an elimination. Oh, oh, Hamish isn't on your list, is he, Amanda? Oh, Hamish hasn't done no, your wrong. No, no, no. He's no? not on my not list. Yet. Um, Someone news on your list. I feel like I saw on social media that you've added someone to your list. Are are you able to talk about that? Are you able to illuminate or is it a bit (laughs) Um, hush-hush? Well, I I don't know. I feel like it would be weird if I mentioned his name because to maybe some of the thisners. Jason. uh, Yeah, I know. But to (laughs) some of the thisners, he's uh, a very well-known improviser. Um, he's oh. American. Yep, sure. Did it involve a dust-up on your... Yep, I think I... Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. I already know who it is. Sucked yeah. in everyone who haven't, hasn't picked up <laughs> on all the clues that yeah. uh, Amanda just sprinkled liberally through the conversation there, but I know exactly who it is, and yeah. um, he's probably he's on, on a few my list. list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's on my list. And uh, I think I always knew that if I met him, he would probably end up on my list. <laughs> Um, but I haven't even met him, but he oh. managed to, uh, be. Get on your list. Yeah. He, I mean, you know. He, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I he love got on it. the list because without even knowing me, he totally dissed me. So. And that is unacceptable. Yeah. Did he run over you with a car and was it Matthew Broderick? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, Matthew Broderick technically isn't on my list because he hasn't yeah. wronged me. Yeah. <laughs> but he has He's listed Jason. He has his own list. Yeah. But yeah. if you defend Matthew Broderick too stridently, you're yeah. on the list. Yeah. Ah, I see how it works. We're walking a yeah, fine line. Good. It's basically a list of people who have wronged. In, in the day, it was a list of people who had wronged me or I had witnessed wrong Susie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, okay. And uh, the list has become people who have just, you know. But yeah. uh, I still haven't, I still haven't, I've got to write the names down and then burn them because they do spend a lot of time yeah. taking up I know. space. Yeah. Again, this is why yeah, Vinegar Valentine's would have been great, but we just can't <laughs> find a way to legitimately make it work Yeah. in this I've, modern day. I, I feel like I could individually write them all letters. That could be my uh, isolation project. No. Is, uh, the list and mm. uh, Bucker's ticks off the list and, oh, it's going to be difficult because there's a lot of people out there. I did make amends with someone though, kind of. Oh. Sort of. Did someone get off the list? Yeah, a female <gasps> comedian. A female I didn't think comedian. there was a way to get off the list. Shit, yeah. I thought the only way was to die no, at the no, hand of think, Amanda Buckley. No, I think... There's a female comedian is it, who is, is it because she had a baby. She had a baby, but also, <laughs> oh. I, I think we've 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 made some sort of amends because I think there's now a learning from her. She's there's stuff that she knows now, and she has expressed. And so, so there is I, there is a way back in. That's good to know. I thought in. once you're on the, yeah. the list, don't uh, even bother. That's right. Um, <laughs> Can I recommend maybe a, a path to healing for you, Amanda Buckley? Yes, please. Um, just drawing on what I've heard this episode, maybe you should write the name of everyone who's on your list, uh, one name at a time, on a plate. Um, 
and then smash that plate with all put think about everything they did wrong to you and all the feelings that you have for them and smash that plate with all your might. And yeah. maybe that will be a, like a cathartic thing that will release, uh, release you at least in some part from and that then, weight. And then take a photo of those plates smashed on the ground and eager uh, listener detectives can cut and paste the picture oh, and, and figure out up. all of the names that were on there. Yeah, because there's a couple that are controversial. Mm. Like friends of friends. There are people yeah. who were close Keep it close, hush. Close yeah. in the circle. But hey, yeah, one of the done biggest wrong, done people on my list is someone I'm quite close to's best friend. Oh no, Ooh. that is controversial. Yeah. You're tearing put it on a plate, mate. Put Smash it on it. a plate. Smash that plate. Maybe. Maybe it'll set you free. Yeah. And that one would be probably quite easy to it's got a, a, only a few letters that <laughs> people would be able to put together. <laughs> Maybe I should send you like a bunch of plates. As a gift. Well, the plate that I smashed was plastic, so I, I must what? have thrown it what? pretty hard. If it wow. yeah. No, it's plastic can be fragile, mate. A couple of times really? in the dishwasher, bam. Yes. Oh, it depends it was, what sort of plastic as well. Like melamine. Yeah, it was you can that. break that was, pretty easy. Yeah, it was melamine. Yeah, particularly in the back of a kid's head. It just like <laughs> shatters into a million pieces. I, I did You're not fucked. do that. I did not do that. <laughs> the, every, hey? Anyone, I did not do that. Oh. And Rude. I cried hard afterwards. <laughs> no one's so doubting. Bad. No one's doubting. Because you missed him when you threw it. <laughs> I'm so terrible at throwing. You're on the list. <laughs> um, yeah, watch I got it, Carl. We just got a thing on the Disney thread. Um, oh, yes. From uh, Stuart Bond. Bondi. Yes. Bondi Bond. Uh, and you guys might know this, but I didn't. Elon Musk and singer Grimes have just confirmed that they have named their baby. Oh, yes. I saw this. X A E like that when it's joined together in the yep. old but way. A dash twelve. X A E A dash twelve. And why? And What's the reasoning? Is there the an explanation? A-E, there was it does an go explanation. Down further. Yeah. Grimes has said that the X is the unknown variable. The A E is my elven spelling of AI. For, for artificial intelligence. Right. right. Um, A-12 uh, equals the precursor to SR-17, our favourite aircraft. No oh, weapons, yeah. no defences, just speed. Great well, non favourite aircraft. They couldn't just call it SR-17. Everyone calls their kid SR-17. <laughs> and then A equals Archangel, Archangel, sorry, um, my favourite song. Um. I, yeah, but, so that's the name they, of the baby. What are they going to call the baby, though? Like, yeah. what, uh, what name? What noise will they make with their mouths when they're saying the name of the baby? That, that's what they're saying here. It remains unclear how the name is pronounced. It could I be, reckon it's. I reckon it's all just. It's all a front. Like that baby's just going to have some simple proper name. Imagine it's pronounced. Imagine it was pronounced a, cunt. <laughs> It's their big joke. That's Klingon for cunt. Put it out there. Put it out there. This is cunt musk. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, God. I mean, it's a good name. Good gravitas. Yeah. That kid will be able to titwink everyone. (laughs) Nonstop titwinking. Uh, then there's got some other names because they're talking about the legality of the name because you can't have like um accents and umlaus and things apparently. Um, oh, but you can't have an umlaus. Well, well, it surely you can have an umlaus. Part of the common name. Yeah, 
I think if it's part of your native language, possibly. But right. it said in New Zealand, the, the name for, as in the number, mm. for real fell foul of authorities. And then there's another one. A couple went to high court in Sweden after tax official deemed their child's name Metallica inappropriate. <laughs> it's a breach of copyright. <laughs> and Metallica are very litigious. Yes, they are. That will come um, However, in 2014, three babies in Scotland were named the letter M, R and T. Which is Mr. T. Other names people have chosen according to the National Records of Scotland include Dacry and Spartacus. Oh, they're they're kind of cool. Le- cool. They legitimately are Spartacus. Yeah, Dacry. I mean, that'd be all right. I'll allow that. People's names, it says it's not, uh, it's not a new thing. Census records during the 18th and 19th centuries reveal people named King's Judgment, Noble Fall, and Cholera Plague. Cholera Plague. Yeah. That's a bright yeah. How many name. COVIDs do you think we're going to get? It's catchy. It's catchy. COVIDs. How yeah. many COVIDs? Yeah. Uh, they'll be Garth Brook fans. Yeah, yeah. Coronas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. ISOs. Well, yeah. kids would have been named Corona for years because of the beer. People would have been like, yeah, yeah. I was drunk I on this we when met. you were conceived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> Fully sick. Oh, <laughs> is that what my brother's named? Heroin. My Corona. Um, it's beautiful. All right. Oh, was that the end of your name? Oh, I feel like you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're no, that was it. No, you sent this out. Was that Bondi? Yeah. Thanks, Bond. It literally came during the episode, Stuart Bond. Well done, son. Well Great played timing. with your content. And also, he's in another time zone on the other side of the world. He is. What a global universe we live in. I wonder if I can find out what the time is in London very quickly on my phone. Oh, okay. I can too. I've got one more world clock ready. Siri. It's what quarter time is to in one. London? Quarter to one in the afternoon. Oh, well, well, that's a perfect time to be sending content across the he's world. Having, he's having a bit of lunch. <laughs> having a he's bit having of lunch. some of his mum's chuck. Thinking of or us. he's in... Or Thanks, he's, Bondi. He's, you know, barricaded into the local chemist in the hospital where he works because he's a chemist. Uh-oh. Or, yeah. Yeah. And everyone's coming um. after his bleach. <laughs> hey, hey, do you have any bright lights? Imagine how many, uh, like, electricians got hit up after that speech. They're like, hey, can you put a bright light down me? Just <laughs> Zap me. I want a lamp right down there. One down, one up. Wow. Just like E.T. You can all have a heart light. <laughs> oh, That's what just E.T. Like, was trying to tell us. Yeah. Like sword swallowers, but yeah. with the fluoro tubes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm cute. All right. Oh, cool. Oh. They should, sword swallowers should do that, like with a really bright LED strip, like just super bright and just chuck it down and then turn the lights off. That would be amazing. Done. Oh, I'm going to learn. I'm going to get rid Google of my, it. I've got Google the strongest it. gag reflex, but. <laughs> Google it. But, Google it, Google it, Google it. But I'm it wouldn't look this. that impressive. It's not like it's gonna, you're going to be able to no, see it. I'm going to do this pencil. I'm going to, it's going to go two centimetres in before I vomit. No. No. This is awesome visual content. Carl's <laughs> <laughs> testing his gag reflex. Uh, oh. to Amanda's chagrin. I and, went a lot further um, than I thought. <clears throat> he, got, he got it right down there. Um, but then I think I got lead poisoning. It was really visually appalling to watch. Yes. Um, you're lucky this is a purely audio medium listeners because that was not pretty. <laughs> there is, uh, I, I wrote, uh, Sword Swallow a Bright Light. Yeah. And the. Uh, That's Mr. Bright Light. I'm Mr. Bright Light. There are. Britain's Got Talents. Mr. Bright Light. Pretty much. <laughs> 
It's called the. There is a YouTube video called "Space Cowboy Swallows Two Thousand Volt Neon Light." Oh, oh, Space Cowboy was on that kid show all the time. I think he's Australian. Well, there you go. It all. But he's in. But he lives in England. He does crazy things. Like he's on the circuit. Two thousand volt yeah. neon lights. Yeah, so look it up. There is evidence um, of it there. Yep. Yeah. We'll put a link in the show notes. We won't. We won't. <laughs> we won't. I'll try. Do we have show notes? <laughs> <laughs> when I remember, I do. Yeah, no. You... Yeah. Uh-oh. Jason Uh-oh. throws again, which means we're... No, oh, it's we fine. It right means now. we're fine. <laughs> but we're not you being recorded. Good. Is that right? Yeah. I got you. Yeah, you can oh, hear you, us. You keep good. saying that. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably time to wrap up. I think, yeah, it, I think is. it is. We've been... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've been done at quarter to ten, so she can come through and go to the toilet. <laughs> We've got to make sure Carl's in bed at a sensible hour, so Carl's that nothing goes wrong. I've got ten minutes, guys. Ten minutes to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ten minutes to get to bed. Thanks for joining us, Buckers. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, and uh, awesome. thanks for your, as usual, the pearls of wisdom, the moral support. Mm. Um, I'm going to start writing my name on some. Uh, writing my name on yeah. some play. Oh, is that what's happened? Maybe, you Maybe should... I'll just write them on paper plates Set them up. and then tear them all up like that. Yeah. It, is that going to give you enough catharsis, though, Amanda Barkley? I'm not sure waste. it will. Smashing a plate is go to an op shop, buy some shitty plates. Like the real horrible plates that yeah. no one really wants. And yeah. at least the that... money will then go to charity. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's true because those plates are never getting bought. Also, no op shops open at the moment, but good idea. Oh. No, Savers is open, or at oh, least really? it is in Brunswick. Yeah, Savers is. We put took. We, that's where we're taking on my mum's stuff. and just oh, fucking nice. roll up and go. There you go. Yeah. And hide all the shitty stuff that we didn't think they want behind other stuff. You've got a good Savers near you. I seem to remember. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we got a pretty pretty special Savers. So um, just rated for some shitty plates. I'm gonna need <laughs> at least eight at this stage, but That's more like easy. fifteen. Easy. Yeah. Start with the big guns. Double it. Yeah. Double it just yeah. in case you misspell the names. Um, How hard is it to spell to spell Reese? <laughs> oh, 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 little oh, no. oh no! Um, also, cars with a K. <laughs> as part of the process, though, Amanda, you should write your your name on one plate as a, to symbolise that the old you is also being done away with because you're no yes. longer you're no longer yeah. going to be the person you were when you were holding on to this baggage. All right, all right, and you'll emerge from a, a post COVID cocoon yeah. and you. <sighs> Okay, listeners, I want you to reach out this week and tell us how you're reinventing yourself during this week because mm. we're all going to try. Uh, thanks so very much for tuning in. Thanks, Buckers, for joining us. Thank you. All right, we'll See talk ya. to you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye. now. Smash my plate, Tooly Doolies. <laughs> <laughs>